Okay, this is introduction number two for anybody that's hanging in with us. Welcome to the Just Fucking Off Podcast, cast, 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 coming straight out of Toledo, Ohio. Oh, we're actually in Perrysburg now. Perrysburg, Ohio. <laughs> I'm your host, Fred, the devil's advocate, and this is Chanel, the victim blamer. Was that pretty good? No, that was too much. I had to do it over. Pull again. it back a little bit. <clears throat> That's how you do it. Don't do the uh, 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 uh. <laughs> so don't fake the effects. Yeah, make it real serious, but with that tone. All right, right start over. Do the music over. Talking to your microphone. <clears throat> I am. That was way better. Think okay. of it serious. Like <laughs> yeah, introduce no, us as Fred and Chanel, the victim blame blow up from Iron Bean Coffee. And then, because it is an iron bean coffee business. You want me to do it like the opening to a movie and Guptals? Do whatever Both makes it funny. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <clears throat> okay, I got the COVID, I think. Welcome, episode five, or or six maybe, of the Just Efkinoff podcast. I'm your host, Fred, the Devil's Advocate. <laughs> I'm looking at Chanel; she's laughing at me. Alongside Chanel. Alongside Chanel. <laughs> yeah, I'm alongside Chanel. All right. No, all right, do it over. Okay. You're ruining it. Take four. You're not getting funny now. Okay. What am I supposed to say? <laughs> You're supposed to say, this is Fred, the devil's advocate. Aside me is Chanel, the victim blamer. Fred and Chanel from Iron Bean Coffee and podcast number blah, 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 from just fucking off. Fucking off. I think you just nailed it. Something like that. <laughs> I think that's where we're going to leave that in there. <laughs> no, just do it. <laughs> okay, here we go. Take five. Welcome to the just fucking off. Uh, whoops. <laughs> Welcome to the just fucking off podcast. Not fucking off. Say Efkin. Welcome to the just Efkin off podcast, an Iron Bean Coffee Company production. Executive producer Fred Diedrich. Executive producer Chanel Diedrich. Assistant producer Rufus Diedrich. No, come on, do right. it right. Okay. All right, I'm getting bored. <clears throat> Trying to make it sound like a movie. All right, here we go. Welcome. Episode five, Just Efkin Off. I can't do it like the Guptus thing. Yeah, you can. I'm your host. <laughs> here we go. Welcome to the Just Fucking Off Pod. Hang on. Welcome to the Just Efkin Off Podcast. I'm your host, Fred Diedrich, the devil's advocate, alongside Chanel Diedrich, the victim blamer. Today, we're going to talk about Gabby and Brian on Just Efkin Off Podcast, an Iron Bean Coffee production. Let's get into it. Hey, baby. What's up? 
I gotta turn some music on. All right, so. So everybody, what I just made you. Thor. Thor. Kick-ass coffee. Single origin Brazilian. That's right. So good. Here, listen. Listen to how good this is. That's kind of gross. That is gross. Okay. I'm slurping. So, Chanel and I are outside on the deck talking about the uh, current news and events. Specifically, Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie's trek across America. And this actually started working together this morning because it was the latest news. <clears throat> it was the top news of the day. And, of course, when we're at work, we're sitting there listening to murder podcast, and uh, we, we start discussing these things. That's all we get to do all day while we're packing. True crime all the some, time. Uh, you want to give some credits out to a couple of uh, podcasts that we listen to? Yeah, let's shout them out. You ready? Yeah. So, there's quite a few, quite a few podcasts that we listen to. All right, just name a few. Number one. Number one's like a, a podcast collective. Eleven fifty nine media, Jack Luna, the operator, and Kent Chungus. These three put together some very entertaining podcasts. Go check them out. Eleven fifty nine media.com. Check them out on Patreon. They have a five dollar and a thirteen dollar tier. The thirteen dollars worth every every penny. Number two, Crime Connections. Crime Connections out of Perrysburg, Ohio. A very good friend, Jackie, and her partner in crime that I can't remember her name. <laughs> but I know she's a flight attendant. And uh, they're local. They're local out of Perrysburg. They are Jackie and Sarah. They bring awareness to unsolved and forgotten cases. What's the other one that we listen to? That's pretty much the only two we listen to. Uh, that's some bullshit right there. The very controversial Sword and Scale. Well produced yeah, with a crazy host on Twitter. But we've been listening to the Jack Luna lately. Yeah, we listen to a lot of 1159 media, a lot of crime connections. That one you have to have a stomach for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because. <laughs> yeah, you do. Because they have a, a sense of humor to try to keep things uh, scary, but yet unsolved. And <clears throat> You're talking about crime connections, right? Yeah. Yeah, they keep it real. They keep it real, but they also have a humor, a sick sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> Why you say that? Do they laugh at the wrong moments? Uh, yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, <clears throat> to everybody who's Sorry. listening, we have a lot of throat clearing going on here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think it's because of the uh, half and half, not really the COVID. <laughs> the, um, Let's not talk about COVID. I'm so sick of COVID. I'm tired of it. Thank God we've been um, healthy. Thank God. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is horrible to say. <laughs> Thank God Gabby and Brian went on a trip so we can talk about something else. That's not funny. <laughs> no, it's not funny. But um, based on what you were saying out on the deck, I think that's going to be a lot funnier than all the things that you've been saying. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to get into it? All right. So, <clears throat> Mr. Fred, <laughs> what are you calling yourself? I'm the devil's advocate. The devil advocate? Yeah. I'm just going to argue with everything you say. Fred has to be, um, he has to have be like right on point with everything. Everything has to be said correctly and understood correctly where I'm more of the conspiracy, not crazy conspiracy, but just like, I think a fair conspiracy 
like I think fair on both sides. I stick up for both sides. Reality. Just fairness and a conspiracy. And theory. you where you read the news or listen to it and you're like, oh no, he killed her. And I'm the opposite. I think I'm just what they call fact based. You're not fact based. There's no fact base right now. They don't even know where this girl is right now. Do you know where she is? No. What's your theory? <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> going by what we've seen so far, mm-hmm. the with the police, when they pulled them over a month prior uh-huh. to her gone missing, um, witnesses called in the police because they witnessed her hitting him and pushing him and him trying to hold her back, trying to refrain from her hitting him. Go on. And then, so anyway, the cops pulled them over. Um, and the reason why they were able to pull them over is because the van jerked and hit the guardrail, I believe, or it hit something. You want me to give you a fact-based account? Yeah, give me a fact. Two witnesses at a national park saw that they were arguing, called the police. The police pursued them. As soon as the police hit his whoop, 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 whoop to grab their attention, mm-hmm. That's when the van swerved over the yellow lines to the left and then jerked hard into the curb. Okay, fact base. Let me straighten you out here for a minute. And while you're sitting in front of the computer, Google this, please, because Google's going to be your fact checker tonight. This is going going to be our first true crime podcast. Fact checker. The witnesses, what were the witnesses' statement? Because they witnessed her hitting him. And they told the police that. That's facts, buddy. So get it in check. Uh, honey, I didn't say that that you didn't happen. You just said, let me fact check this. So go ahead. Go ahead. You stated that they were pulled over because they swerved. I was just putting that the facts That was the over. reason. All right. So when the police were following them, he was following them because he got they got the call. Correct. But because he hit the... He hit something with the van, or it jerked, and it hit the curb, so the excuse was to pull him over just in case they were drinking. They have to have a reasonable cause to pull you over. They can't just pull you over because somebody called and said, hey, these two people were arguing hitting one another, and this was the plate number. You have to have a reasonable cause to pull someone over, and that was what it was. You want me to read the witness statement? Yes. In the weeks before Gabrielle or Gabby Petito disappeared during a road trip with her fiance, Brian Laundry, police responded to a call reporting a domestic problem between the couple. According to the police report obtained by the Washington Post, a witness called 911 on August 12th after he saw Petito, who's 22, and Brian Laundry, 23, squabbling over a phone outside the Moonflower Community Cooperative, which is a natural food store in Moab, Utah. The onlooker was identified only as Christopher. He saw Petito slap laundry during the argument, so Gabby slapped Brian. See? Christopher said Petito then climbed into the vehicle through the driver's side window as if Brian had locked her out and she was trying to find a way in. Mm -hmm. Then the couple drove away. Christopher said he feared the worst. So... I gotta find the next part. Uh, the, the Northport Police Department said that Laundry had declined to share any helpful details 
Oh, hang on. I'm, I'm way ahead. When Christopher saw the fight, he feared the worst. So here's what happened. On August 12th, the police caught up with Petito and Laundry in their white 2012 Ford Transit. We have a Ford Transit. It was a few miles <laughs> from the co-op near the turnoff for Arches National Park. When the officer turned on his cruiser lights to stop the van, he was stopping the van prior, mm-hmm. Petito grabbed Laundry's arm to get his attention and caused the vehicle to swerve into the curb before it stopped. Okay, so I was wrong about that, but I was right about the witnesses You're right. seeing that they were <clears throat> he was slapping him and crawling, trying to crawl through the window. That's how he got the scratches on the side of his neck and his arm. That is correct, 100%. And he said that he locked her out of the van because he was waiting for her to calm down. And when the police talked to her and then went over and talked to him, they both had a very similar story. Like, they, they matched up. For sure. And the witnesses matched that, like... So to the police, when they got a hold of the witnesses and asked them, it made like it made the whole story like, okay, everybody's on the same same thing. Like they're all saying the same thing. So that's when they started questioning the two what was going on. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And she was I have OCD. How do we know all this? I've got. She said it. I have OCD. He made some kind of mess in the back of a van, on, in the back of their van. Yeah. He had, I guess, sand in his feet or something, and it wasn't to her liking. She has OCD. She admitted she had OCD and anxiety. So she. That's what started the argument because she wanted to fix the back of the van up. That's right. We know all this because of body cam footage from all the police that were there. Yes, right? there is a body cam video that was put up it's almost an hour long i think it's an hour long we watch the whole thing yeah i did i watched the whole thing because i wanted to see what his behavior was and and so on and it does he and a lot of people are saying oh he definitely did it he's acting like chris watts you know and like that killer chris watts that killed his wife and two children he's acting nice and i and i saw that in him too i said yeah he's acting awfully innocent but you got to think about it their age they're young and dumb. So they're going to act like their best behavior when it comes to being in, in front of law enforcement. They're in trouble. They're acting like two kids that got caught and got in trouble. And so isn't she. She's putting on the tears. She's off tears, on tears, giving excuses why she was hitting him and slapping him. At the same time, she's trying to protect him and He's the one that was getting hit by her and trying to still stick up for her because he didn't want to see her go to jail. Yeah, I think they were both minimizing the situation on, on the scene so that they didn't go to jail that day. Yeah, we got to remember how old they were. They're young. They're young adults. When did they get pulled over? Do you remember the date? Um, I don't know. It was like sometime in August, like August 25th. It was August 12th. Or August 12th, okay. When did... um? When did Gabby go missing? Well, we don't know. And that's the thing. Everybody's saying, all right, so that night, the police were going to arrest her and put him up in a hotel, a place where they take victims. So they were going to put him up in a hotel and bring her somewhere or let her take the van 
to where she got to go to take a shower, a four dollar shower. I think they were sending her like to a gas station or something where you can take a shower. Sounds they were, like a like, truck stop. It was four dollar shampoo or shower. So they at first. So they wanted them to stay apart and that he was supposed to go to court and her the next day. And they had to be there by a certain time, like 12 o'clock noon or something for whatever the judge was going to decide. And then they went and talked to them again and spoke to them again. And I believe she said something about she was hitting him to refrain from him touching her. So then they kind of tossed it up. They, the police went aside and they put it on mute on the video so you couldn't really hear what they were saying. Now this is where the police bargain with one another and what they're going to do, where they get to change the laws and nobody gets to hear it. It's kind of like, you know, like uh, they know what they can, what, the, what rules there are and laws to be able to say, okay, well, let's not arrest these two or one or the other. We're going to say this was... Um, a mutual thing you know two kids arguing fighting whatever and we're just gonna ask you guys to go both your separate ways and don't talk to each other till tomorrow not that you can't talk to each other tomorrow but just don't give yourselves time to calm down should they have arrested her for hitting him I don't think so why not if it was any other adult and somebody was domestic violence they would have been taken out in handcuffs you're right it's because they were two young adults if I was hitting you do you think they should take me to jail yeah absolutely what if you were hitting me would they take you to jail yeah I think if two people are hitting each other there's there's a difference between hitting each other and one protecting themselves I think I agree with the double standard and you know what else though I mean I'm serious if he was hitting her. He would have been handcuffed, thrown up against the car, handcuffed, put in the back seat, and taken to jail right away. Yeah, because he's a dude. Because he's a dude. Dudes don't hit girls. And, and this is another thing. They kept saying how she's this little petite little thing. She's tiny. She's like five five. And 110 pounds. 110 pounds. And he's bigger than her, and he's stronger than her. I'm sorry, but I disagree with a girl can be just as strong as a guy. And there's women out there that are abusive to men. And that's why when me and you were arguing about it earlier, I'm like, why is it always the guy getting accused? I mean, I know there's a lot of sick people, but when it comes to each individual story, you have to be able to separate that. You can't just accuse somebody when you don't know facts. You have to kind of be open to different things. And like I said, just the fact that they kept saying, they they must have said it like five times, how small she was, how big he was. It doesn't matter how small she was, she had no right hitting him, regardless of what the argument was about. And she admitted she was doing all this because she had OCD and she was having panic attacks and she was arguing, they were arguing. She was the one losing her mind. I agree. She was frantic on the side of that road. Yeah. And, and everybody kept saying she was scared to death of him. No, she wasn't. I don't she think she was scared caught. of him at all. They got caught. They were nervous because they got caught by the police. And they didn't know who was going to get in trouble for it. And at the same time, they were both trying to protect each other. Mm-hmm. But she admitted what she did wrong. 
Yeah. She said that um, that she was she was hitting him, that she did get locked out of the vehicle, that she did crawl in through the driver's window, just like the witness said. She admitted to that. She admitted to hitting him while he was driving. And then she said that she didn't grab the steering wheel and turn it, but she probably did hit his arm, causing the steering wheel to turn when, right. They, right, when they were getting pulled over. So all the scratches that were on him, uh, it jibed with the story that she told and that he, that he told. Yeah, and the witnesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there was a lot of truthfulness, I think, in, in that entire in, in that entire scenario that happened. Right. I mean, I don't want nothing bad to like come up with this girl, but she clearly had mental issues, which should be addressed. They're they're acting like she's this innocent little thing that you know just went on this trip with her fiance. And she is the total victim. I mean, she may be. We don't even know if she's alive. So we don't know if she's a victim yet. So let's go there. So it was, it says here that Brian Laundrie returned to Florida without Petito on September 1st. Right. So that was about two weeks later. Again, they're saying that how do they know she did not return with him? Because he hasn't said a word. Just because he hasn't said a word doesn't mean she did not drive home with him. Everybody is looking, how do you, you know, and this is another thing. There is absolutely no, no, as of yet, no proof that he was driving by himself. Until that comes up, that'll be a different, I'll be, I'll think differently. So is it your assumption at this point that Gabby made the trip back to Florida with Brian? Well, I don't know. I can't say that. We, there's nothing saying that she, it, it's people speculating that she did not, that she is still in, what, what, what was it, Wyoming? They were in, shoot, I don't remember where they were. Far away, Far out away. west. <laughs> there, everybody's assuming she was uh, in Moab, Utah. Okay. They, were, they were in Utah. All right, so Utah. Where They're did I get nearly Wyoming to California. From? How did I get Wyoming? Did they go there or something? They were heading to Washington. Oh, okay. All right. So, according to their police interview on the side of the road, that's where they were supposed to be going to. Right. So she kept contact with her family like every day. And that was another thing. She was trying to become a. Um, Oh, what do you call it? Internet. <laughs> what do you call them? They were Instagram influencers. Yes, living they were, in a they tiny were, van. They were. They wanted to. She wanted to become an Instagram influencer, and he had an issue with it. And that was something else she she told the police about that he didn't believe in her. You know, I don't. You know, he he returned September first without her. Right? right. Wait a minute. We're jumping all the way up that. Way. I'm just thinking out loud. Okay. He returned September 1st, yep. two weeks after after that one-hour police escapade that they had had gone under. Yep. Her parents didn't report her missing until September 11th, mm-hmm. 10 days since September 1st. So they didn't have any contact with her for I don't know how long. We're A at. week, I think. A week or two. So, so if he got home on September 1st, mm-hmm. she was in contact with him since September 1st? I'll have to check. But that's a whole 10 days after he gets home without her that the parents report missing. But he hasn't even said a word to anybody at all. Well, they didn't hear from her, though. Exactly. So how, how can they say that he was home for that length of period without her? Because they don't know. 
Because they don't know. He's not saying nothing. They're assuming because she's missing that he didn't come right. with that they're, she didn't come with this her. is what they're assuming they're assuming he dropped her body off somewhere that he killed her and dropped her body off the last place that the mother heard from her uh, in a text message and now they're saying the text message may have not have been from her we want to walk through the timeline real quick yeah sure go ahead okay. don't make it too long though all right we got a number of time so june 20th june 2021 that's when they planned to travel in their Ford van, the transit that they, the transit that they converted into a minivan. August twelfth, that was the day that we watched the, the video. The video. We didn't watch it on August twelfth, but that's the day the video was taken mm-hmm. when they had their incident, their their squabble, their fight. The last week of August, Gabby's family told police they were last in contact with her during the last week of August. Doesn't really show a specific date here. Uh, August. 24th so that had been 12 days after their fight mm-hmm. uh, Gabby FaceTime with her mom and told her she was leaving Utah and heading to the Teton Range in Wyoming so that's probably where you got Wyoming from okay so August 24th August 25th there was multiple texts between T- Petito and her mom Gabby and her mom uh, the young woman's family believes she was in the Tetons on this date mm-hmm. they don't have any way of knowing maybe based on the contents of the text messages mm-hmm. August 27th there's more texts between Gabby and her mom, uh, during which her family believes she remained in the Tetons. I hope I'm saying that right. On August 30th, her family received the last text from Petito. Uh, they doubt she wrote the text, though, according to Stafford. The message read, no service in Yosemite. And that was all it said. The next day, September 1st, Laundry returned to the couple's Northport home. Uh, where his parents also live on September 1st. September 11th, this is 10 days after Brian gets home. After not being able to get in touch with Gabby, uh, who lives in New York, Gabby's family lives in New York, they reported her missing on Saturday evening to the Suffolk County, New York Police Department. Uh, Northport authorities went to Laundrie's home on Saturday night, asking to speak to him and his family, but they were essentially handed information from their attorney. So they had an attorney ready mm-hmm. to hand papers. The very first time police went to ask any questions, they were already prepared with an attorney. Before she was reported missing, they were already prepared with, with paperwork from an attorney. Okay. That leads me to believe that when Brian got home, he probably confessed something or told his family something about what had went on. And his family probably recommended, we need to call a lawyer. And then he just went radio silent until the cops came because the, because the uh, Gabby's parents didn't hear from her. Cops show up and they're handed a, an envelope with lawyer information in it and right. said nothing. That makes Brian the, look really suspicious. It, it does, but it doesn't mean he killed her. It, we were, we're t- I mean, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I mean, I hope she's not dead and I hope they find her alive. But, all right, so... It just seems to me also weird that now as a mother of a daughter, if my daughter was pulled over by the police and she, cause she called her mom that day. Cause the police said, continue to talk to your mom when they walked away from the car. Yeah. The mother knew that they were having this fight and knew that the cops were involved. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to know the mother's 
conversations because I know if it was my daughter, I would be like, all right, so what's going on? What's happening? You guys need to come home. You know, like if he's hitting you or you're hitting him, you need help. You you know, like I would want to know why were you guys fighting? What was going on? Is everything okay? I would be checking in with Samantha all the time. Yeah. All the time. I would be wanting, and I'm sure if they did have a close, I'm not saying they didn't, if they had a close relationship, that she would be updating her mother with how they were doing. Did they work everything out? Does the mother know? I mean, it just seems like there's a whole missing piece from the mom's side of communicating with her. Because, like I said, as a mother, you would want to know your kid's okay, especially knowing that your daughter almost got arrested for domestic violence. You would want to push that issue. Well, that happened the 12th of August. And the mom the mom and, and Gabby mm-hmm. were FaceTiming on the 24th, 12 days later. They text back and forth multiple times on the 25th. Nothing on the 26th. They text more on the 27th. Don't know how many texts or what the contents were. Oh, well, they, they need to pull up that. All of them. I'm sure they have it. We don't have it. Yeah. On August 30th, uh, the family receives the last text from her, and it just said no service in Yosemite, indicating that maybe they were heading to Yosemite State Park. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like they've at least were conversing the 24th, 25th, and 27th for sure. Right. So she probably was checking up, I'm assuming, because just like you said, if you're a mom, you're going to be talking to your daughter quite a bit, especially mm-hmm. after that happened. Right. right? Absolutely. As a dad, if this was Samantha, you would have been there. I'd have flew to Moab, Utah, rented a car, and chased their ass until I found them and beat the shit out of that kid. Yeah, but would even if my daughter was wrong, (laughs) because that's that's the kind of guy I am. But that's not right. I'd have pulled her in the car. I said, "You're coming home with me." I I think this girl had more issues, and the family knew it, and they shouldn't encourage her to be in a relationship. I don't know if they did or not, but she. I would have been like, you need to come home or something or advising her to. Yeah. And maybe she did. We don't know. We uh, don't know maybe. what they said. Maybe. As a mom and following some logic, I, I would have, I would have to assume that that conversation had to Well, happened. you would think the mother, well, I'm just saying all this because she's not really saying, listen, I know they got in a fight and this is what she was going through. So I know she was scared of them. She's not saying any of that. So obviously the daughter was like, oh, everything's going great. Everything is perfect because unhealthy relationships, a lot of people act that way. They act like everything is, I mean, any abusive relationship, they all act like, you know, somebody brings home the roses and everything's all better again. Tell me what you think of this. What, what, go ahead. So September 16th, which is yesterday, we're recording this on the 17th. Okay. This is an update. In a letter read by Stafford, who I believe is the uh, the the attorney for the Petitos, Gabby's parents, he read the lawyer read a letter. This is what it said: "It said, please, if you're you and your family have any decency left, please tell us where Gabby's located. Uh, tell us if we're even looking in the right place. All we want is for Gabby to come home. Please help us make that happen." happen he said petito's family reached out to brian's family earlier this month for any information on where gabby might be but the family refused to answer doesn't it seem weird that brian laundry wouldn't <clears throat> at least say one sentence like we had a, we had a fight and this is the last place i seen her and I, I left her there i came home well something 
It's awful. It is weird. Torture. You would think for that to- he's up to something and he's guilty of something, but we can't just start accusing people because, first of all, she wanted to be an internet sensation, you know. So you don't know if she took off. Do you and, think this is a publicity pe- stunt? There's other people even saying it. Like maybe this is part of her her journey, you know, which I doubt. But I mean. But there's been people that played games like that. I'm trying to think of every scenario of things that we've seen in life and heard about and learned about. So anyway, because she had mental issues, which nobody's bringing up, she did. You don't know if she if they got into another argument and she took off. He couldn't find her. I mean, I'm thinking I'm just thinking in my head, what if this happened? Like, look at it another way other than he dropped her body off a mountain somewhere and and took off and drove home. He very well. She could have walked away. Maybe he locked her out of the van again and she took off. Maybe something happened. And now he's scared because she took off. He can't find her. He goes all the way home because he's not finding her anywhere. And he gets home and he tells his parents. Parents call a lawyer and say, well, if something happens to her, you're the last one to be seen with her. And as a parent, you're going to protect your child. They, you, her, like her parents, they're missing a child and they want answers. But they're obviously listening to the lawyer. The lawyer is probably saying, don't say one word. Because maybe there's something that that lawyer knows because of maybe some information that he gave their parents about maybe she took off. Well, don't say nothing because if something happens to her, you're the last one that was with her. You will be committed of of, of a crime. So, so they're protecting their child by getting a lawyer. They're doing the right thing by and getting he, a lawyer and, and, and not he, talking. If, if he's guilty, that's the smart thing to do. Now if if he, he's innocent, it's a smart thing to if do. If he ended up killing her and they need to be the type of parents that need to say, smack him upside his head and say, you need to open up your mouth. We didn't raise you that way type thing. You know, it, it would make them real shitty parents, like the worst kind of parents to let him get away with a crime. They're already shitty parents. They're being told by their lawyer not to say nothing. Still makes them shitty parents. It doesn't make them if shitty they, parents. If they were good parents. They don't they know what to do. If they, were shitty, if they weren't shitty parents, they would understand. They would understand 100% that allowing another set of parents to live in torture and remaining silent is the wrong thing to do. Maybe they do. I think they did say something. Like they were saying, we hope that she gets back home. I think yeah, his family that's comforting. members... Maybe she took off. So this kid, they get in a fight, and he just leaves her by the side of the road. I just pulled up the map from Grand Seton National Park to to the city that he lives in in Florida. Okay. So rather than say, hey, me and Gabby just got in a fight. I can't find her. I don't know where she is on the phone. He chooses to drive 2,329 miles home and say nothing. Yeah. And it's her fault because she wants to be an Instagram star. How do you know he, Victim she blamer. Was, wait a minute. How do you know she wasn't with him all the way home? There's no way to know that. But if if she was, why wouldn't Brian say, uh, you know, I dropped her off at Speedway down the street. She said she was going to walk in there. Listen. Or something. How do you know she didn't kill herself because of how she was mentally unstable? She admitted she was. Why wouldn't Brian just say this is the last place I've seen her? 
I looked for it for days and I left. I'm sorry I didn't call anybody. I don't know. Something. I don't know. I think he's scared. Because he's a murderer. If he's a murderer, we'll find out. But I'm saying you can't just accuse somebody. He's young and dumb. And there's a lawyer that is guiding them. Put pressure on the lawyer then to have him speak. Yeah. Pressure to the neck. Well. Pressure to the testes. But. To the ooh-la-la. To the cash and prizes. I'm thinking. It's just a feeling I get that they're looking like the lawyer knows that they're looking for her. Okay. They're probably hoping to find her i'm guessing i'm sure they're hoping to find her well, dead or alive no i'm talking about his parents and the family like they're hoping to find her yeah because they don't want to turn their kid in but if no they're not going to do that unless they plan on taking them out of the country somewhere i have no idea what these people All right, are the, the parents know that if they find her unless they're the type of parents to help dispose of her body I mean, look, we could, listen to a lot that, of true crime that podcasts. Could, that That's normal. Happen. That could happen too. That's normal. But I'm sure I'll protect keeping... my kid at all costs. Don't say anything to the lawyers. We're not saying anything. You want to know, you know, or you th- they're protecting him because if they do find her, let's say deceased somewhere and it wasn't his fault, he's going to be the first one they accuse. He's the first and, one. He's the one I'm accusing right now. Listen, he's going to be the first one they accuse because of their domestic violence. Because of that roadside argument? Because of that roadside argument. These kids lived in a van since June. For five months. June, July, August. Three months. Three months. I thought it was five. For three months, they're living in a Ford Transit van. Yeah. Traveling the country. People do it every day. They've been dating for five months, right? Wasn't that the where that timeline comes in? I have no idea. Find out when they were dating. Started so dating. We've been, she was living with him and his parents. Yeah. By the way. You and I have been married for 22 in years. In Florida. You and I have been married for 22 years, right? Yeah. If we... You haven't gone missing. We haven't lived in a yeah. van driving across the country, taking a shower every couple of days either. One of us would be dead. <laughs> you don't know that. And you know what would happen? <clears throat> Sorry. It would be victim blaming then too. Be like, well, Fred probably done some shit to you deserve it. Because you know I'm the one that'll be dead. It won't be you. Yeah, it would whatever. be me. it would be me. No. And then everybody would be like, you see him on the nation page? I mean, have you saw Iron Bean no, Coffee Company's thing? Be in the same she was always threatening to kill him. He was always scared for his life. That's why I write those things on Facebook because one of these days you're gonna kill me. <laughs> and everyone's gonna understand. Because I don't want you to get in trouble. I want everyone to understand that if I die, it's my fault. But in this particular instance, I don't think it's Gabby's fault. I don't even know that she's dead. I'm not saying it's her fault if she got killed. It's been, but it's the not- 17th right now. It's been <clears throat> 20, dry. it's been 20 days since the last time she's talked to her parents. Okay. Since the last time anyone's seen her. How do you know her. somebody else didn't kill her? Oh, maybe Brian could, you know, throw a little hint like, hey, this big dude with a knife came out and stabbed her in the neck. You know they so found, I just ran home. Do you know they found two other women killed? Yeah, Brian probably had a, a fucking great day that day. No, come on. He's he ain't that big. And he, he, did, he ain't got to be big. We don't know. Maybe he had a weapon. Whatever. No. <laughs> well, you know, listen. be queer. Be, you ever hear this? Beware the quiet. Listen, man. if I went missing and we were traveling. And they accused you and you didn't kill me. 
you would want to do everything you can to protect yourself because you know if they found out like let's say i took off i i went nuts i went crazy i'm like you know what i'm out of here and then you can't find me and you have a feeling i'm dead or i commit suicide and you're like oh my god i'm gonna get blamed for this you're gonna do whatever it is to protect you yeah i would protect yourself i look at how would you feel to get blamed if something were to happen to me Knowing you didn't do anything. I would have said something. I would have drove the police. I wouldn't have fucking drove 2,300 miles home to hide, number one. I would have called the police right then and there and said, yo, my wife just killed herself. Please come quickly. There would be a 911 call that would get played a million times on the internet. And it would, it would be me sounding like this. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the operator would go, sir, I can't understand you. And I'd be like, oh, my God, my wife. Sir, you're going to have to speak clearly. And then it would be me finally getting out some information so that the police could come and take care of it. Or if I couldn't find you after like an hour, maybe. I would have called 911 and said, I just got in a fight with my wife or I was just banging my wife in the back of the van. She went to get some water because she usually has a dry mouth when we're done. And and now I can't, now I can't find her. You're giving yourself way too much credit. I was trying to make people think you really get wore out. Whatever. (laughs) So I would have, I would have called somebody and asked for help. I wouldn't have said, whoop. I don't know where she went, so I guess I'll just drive home 2,300 miles. According to Google, that's a 34-hour drive. So for 34 hours, I'm just going to drive. And then when I get home, I'm not even going to tell anyone you're missing. 34 hours. I'm just going to go to work. I'm going to roast some coffee, fill some orders. And then I'd be like, hey, hey guys, things are going to be a little slow because Chanel's not here. You're giving a lecture. Stop. Yeah, sorry. I'm I'm excited. You're still... We do not know if she traveled from there to Florida or even halfway, 10 miles in, five miles out. We do not know. So maybe they were at Yosemite with no service, according to her last text, right? And they have this conversation like, hey, Brian, you know, things really aren't working out. I really want to pursue my Instagram fame. So why don't you just take my car and go home? And um, drop me off in Kansas or something. I'll go missing for a while. Shit should blow up. And hey, it'd be and a then good when story. I, then when I get found, <laughs> I'll be like really famous. Yeah, it should be famous for being an idiot. Yeah, and I think Brian would say, uh, my dumb girlfriend thinks this is a great thing for well, Instagram. He, uh, he didn't I dropped like her off anyway. at the Hilton in Kansas. Yeah, I don't. I think mean, so. why wouldn't Brian say something? I don't know. Unless he's so loyal to her that her career on Instagram is so important, he didn't want to fuck it up. I don't know. Maybe she was beating the shit out of him, and he had enough, and accidentally killed her. How do you know she wasn't abusing him? I don't care how small she was, how big he was. If she was hitting him. And he pushed her, tried to hold her off. Listen, small girls are firecrackers, okay? Mm -hmm. Don't make them. We have one. Stop saying little girls are weak and we can't hurt a man. man. We can. We got to stop victim blaming men all just automatically accusing him because he's a man. When she was clearly the one that was aggressive. And even said she was aggressive. It, regardless of what he did, if he killed her, he should be hung. He should be 
The parents should be able to drag them in the back of the car and hook them to a rope and just drag them down the street, okay? But she is still guilty of what she's done. And if... She's guilty of being a little crazy, anxious. I wouldn't say crazy. She has mental issues. Okay. So That's cr- not crazy. So let's not label her. Let's not label her. So... So here's what happened a few hours ago. Okay, what's the new newest? I know the police went to the house. Police went to the house. And I don't think he was there. Police declared laundry of a person of interest in the investigation. And the whereabouts of Brian are currently unknown, according to the 23-year-old's attorney and multiple reports. So that was at 9 o'clock tonight. This was uh, 20 minutes ago. Brian Enton, I don't know who that is, says breaking from the attorney for Brian Laundrie. Be advised that the whereabouts of Brian Laundrie are currently unknown. The FBI is currently at the Laundrie residence removing property to assist in locating Brian. As of now, the FBI is looking for both Gabby and Brian. So So maybe they met up somewhere and said, ha ha, our plan is working. Look at all this fame we're getting. I, if, like I said earlier, maybe his parents got him out of town. I mean, or out of state. So that yeah, his know, good old parents now they're hiding him from the FBI. Let's say if if he did kill her and they hid him to protect him, they are by far the worst kind of parents. But I I'm, agree, they are by far the worst. But and yes, Gabby's parents they need answers. They need answers ASAP about where their daughter is. But we can't just go on accusing him of and if. Maybe they should play a little bit different. Maybe they should try to, instead of being accusing, like accusing him, say, listen, we know that you guys had your little issues. You know, you were, you're my daughter's fiance. We know you love her. Just tell us where, where's the last time you saw her? That's all we want to know. We're not accusing you. You know, we know she had issues. I mean, they could reverse it a little, like, try to play reverse psychology with him even if he killed her they could be there's another way they can do this right now they're angry and they're accusing him and if he didn't do anything he is going to do everything he can to protect himself and his parents are going to protect him i'm just looking at every scenario because it's it's not right to just accuse somebody it's not right to just ignore an know. entire family that's suffering. They're not ignoring. The lawyer is the one they need to go after. Well, how about Brian, the guy that's on the run now? The lo- well, we don't know if he's on the run. We, we know that he's on the run because the police chief, this is this is like late breaking. Okay. Like this is one hour ago. I'm going by what before this. Yeah, I'm going about right now. We're learning stuff as we go, okay, like right wait. this second. All right, so don't act like you knew facts. I don't. So go ahead. You're just learning it with me. So I know that Brian's me. been home since September right. 1st, and it ain't said a word about It don't matter if he was home by... Is. She could have been there September 1st, too. I would they kill do this not boy. Know. I'd right. kill this boy. All right, so... If Samantha was missing, and her boyfriend was at home for two weeks and didn't say a word, and that was the last person she was with, I'd have him in my basement with fucking electrocution shit all over him pulling his fucking fingernails so his teeth I, out you know that's you know why they wouldn't be able to find her boyfriend because i'd have the motherfucker no you wouldn't that's not why if he was being protected no one would be able to protect me i don't think look at no offense to gabby's dad 
and he's doing the right thing by not putting himself in prison by going to just attack this family. He could screw up the, but, the investigation. And it's easy for me to like say that. that I would go kill this, right. this person's family. But if the family. lawyer said to you, Fred, mm-hmm. that you would screw up the whole investigation and if Eric killed Sammy, you Eric are going to... Re- That's why I didn't use his name before. <laughs> let's just... No, love you, Eric. But yeah, we love you, Eric. No, but listen to me. If... They, the lawyers could be advising the parents, listen, you cannot screw this up because let's say we find your your daughter's body, unfortunately. You could mess up the investigation and the conviction of Brian if you screw this up. Sure, I, I understand have to reframe from flipping out. That's, that's easy for us to say because we're not there. But if it was our daughter, oh man, I know you'd have to take that advice. I'd be outside knocking trees down with my bare hands. Probably. I, I don't, you can go destroy trees and do, do all that. And so it's 6 p.m. tonight. But you have to be careful with these kind of situations. This guy, Brian Enton, he's got a blue check mark on Twitter, so he must be important. Oh. <laughs> Let me figure out who he is. This was... Uh, it just means it's really him. Yeah. And it's not somebody else making a fake account. He is a correspondent for News Nation Now based in Miami. So okay. he's, he's a traveling reporter. So okay. Brian tweeted just a little while ago. i get back to my, my time. I know my, there's something else in there, here. too, that um, there's some rumor that the father, that Brian's father went with him to some, um, what, do you, what do you call it, storage unit? Oh, that's really not suspicious whatsoever. But that's a okay. rumor. Okay, all right. So that's we've been listening rumor. to True Crime Podcast for what, like six years now? Yeah. Right? I'd say probably every third Listen. True Crime Podcast uh, involves a storage unit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Okay, that's not suspicious. If if you and I go to the storage unit to like go grab an old microwave, I would still look over my shoulder and see if the cops were following me because it just looks suspicious right, listen, to be at the storage unit. If that and rumor, maybe I have a guilty if conscience. If that rumor is true, guess what? That means she drove with him from there to Florida. What? Dead or alive. How do you feel? Yeah. Yeah. Dead exactly, babe. Like, yeah. She's either living in the storage so, unit or her body has been stored in the storage unit. This is the problem unit. with people accusing and spreading rumors. Okay? This is the problem. They could be looking for her in the totally wrong place. They, and it's probably because they're not getting answers, but they also need to stay close to home too. I think she's close to home. I don't think she's that way. So one hour ago, North Police Chief, Northport Police Chief, that's Northport, Florida. The police chief told out front that officers do not know where Brian is. Uh, He could be anywhere. Garrison is quoted as telling the network. I don't really know who Garrison is. They're just not telling him where he is. This is an hour ago. Sterling also pointed out that Garrison did not say the police were looking for Brian at this time. Then, 11 minutes ago, Brian Enton, who's on the scene with a big protest, and I'm happy that there's people there protesting their house. I am too. That's something worthwhile to protest. They need to protest in front of that lawyer's office. Brian says that the FBI is now looking for Brian, so they are looking for Brian. And they're trying to locate both Brian and Gabby. Of course, they're trying to locate Gabby. Police were seen entering the family's home at 6.20 today, and they left around 8.50 at the request of the family. Uh, So they were told to leave. Let me 
Let me read the whole sentence and put okay. it in context because it does sound like they were, they were kicked out. That's so messed up. Thorne tweeted that the FBI is trying to locate both Brian and Gabby. Police were seen entering the family's home at 620 and left around 850 at the request of the family. The Northport, Florida Police Department said on Twitter. Police were also seen taking items out of the house to help with the search for Brian. So the way that reads, it makes it sound like they were asked to leave. Like he was missing. Like, so they're searching for clues of why he's missing? Sergeant Clayton, well, they're trying to figure out where he went. Maybe they're, like, looking at his computer to see if he just bought plane tickets or a bus ticket or a train ticket or map something out. I, I, don't, I don't know. Those are, those are assumptions that I'm making. I'm guessing they, they, they're trying to look through the laundry to see what he was wearing. That maybe, I mean, they had to have done laundry by now. I mean, if the parents are protecting him from a murder, they had to have done his laundry by now, parents like that. <laughs> I mean, if they're protecting him from murder, they've already done his laundry or start catch, caught it on fire. So here's here's <laughs> here's a little bit of clarity. So at 1924, this will be 7, 724 tonight, the FBI confirmed to Newsweek that a press conference initially planned for 6 p.m. had been canceled, but no reason was given. In addition, police were seen entering the laundry home in a video captured by Brian Enton of Nation News Now. It looks like Brian has been stationed outside of their house. And if you go follow his Twitter account, it looks like he's got a ton of videos of what's going on. Mm -hmm. Northport police confirmed in a tweet that they were in the house. And this is what it says. Northport police are currently speaking with the laundry family at their request. At this time, we're not speaking with Brian. More details when available. So it sounds like... Um, when I said earlier at the request of the family, mm-hmm. they were there at the request of the family. Okay, so they weren't the family asked to leave called and said, "Come here." Okay. Yeah. So now the family's worried, or because Brian left the house, maybe their guilt is getting the best of them, and they just got to say, "Look, this is what we know." I, well, I don't know. I guess we're gonna find out. And let's. I hope she's still alive. You think she is? I hope. I'm hoping she is, but I, uh, all I'm saying is you can't accuse somebody until the facts come up. It, it's a very weird story, and yeah, we've heard the worst, and we've heard the worst kind of liars listening to our podcast, and people are really creative when it comes to murder. You think this is for her YouTube and Instagram but account? But it's not going to help her find her if they're automatically accusing him. They need to play it another way. He looks too suspicious. I mean, that is the guy she was last with it was, for right, months. Right. And so wouldn't you want to get a lawyer for your kid because you're like, my kid is going to get accused of something. If, she, if something happened to her or she killed herself or she went missing. Well, guess what? My son was the freaking last. All right. Do you remember when? Um, Are you having second thoughts while you're saying this out loud? No. Because it sounds effing crazy. It's so- Would I want to protect my kid? 100% if he did nothing wrong. If I thought my kid did nothing wrong and I knew that his girlfriend made... Like, my son came home... All right. I, I don't want to bring this up, but remember when our son was dating a wacko? Yeah. Okay, remember going to pick him up? Yeah. Because he called us to say, get me out of here before I go to jail. And she was in the background on the phone 
while me and you were on the phone with her going, I'm going to call the cops and say you did this. And he was like, no, you're not. I didn't do no. I'm way here. My parents are going to come pick me up. I'm getting out of here. Yeah. I'm getting away from you. And she's like, well, I'm going to tell the cops you did this, and I'm going to have you arrested. And, and, you, we and what did it. we do? And we flew Called the like, cops. We called the cops And right met away. them there. We told the cops what she was saying. Right. The cops went there. Thank God got there before we did. Right. Because I probably would have rung her neck. We didn't pull up okay. in a truck. Put Brandon in the back and go fucking hide. We called the cops well, we, and we, met them there. Well, wait a minute. And we, then we <laughs> and then we moved all Brandon's furniture He's out under the supervision of the police department. Right, and the so police watched everyone the whole was protected. Thing, so everybody was protected. But she was ready to accuse him. She was ready to lie. And then she had her wacko mother there. But how does this relate to this story? Because yeah. what I'm saying is like so. Because she's accused, like, there are people who can falsely accuse people. You can't falsely accuse people. You have to find out. I don't think the issue is a false accusation. They're the accusing issue... him by saying, tell us where she is. We know some happened to her pretty much. Yeah, that's not an accusation. That's a fucking open your mouth, dude. You were the la you what? left my daughter somewhere. Or what happened? Just tell me the last place you saw Gabby. They want to know, where did you leave my daughter? Did you leave my daughter somewhere? Tell me something. I get it. And, and I he's just sitting there too. with a stone face we saying don't nothing. Know that. And now he's on the run. What innocent dude? We don't do know if he's on the run. The FBI just put out a, a, a be on the lookout for Brian Laundry. Their FBI is looking for them and nobody knows where he is. Hmm. You think this is the innocent guy? I'm not saying he's innocent. I'm, a, I'm, I'm saying, saying you that they can't they, accuse they, him of it yet. I think he did something horrible to this woman. I'm accusing him of it. Okay. But the kid has got to say something. He does. Maybe he went looking for. If that was our kid, can you? If imagine? this was Brandon, if this was Brandon, right? <laughs> can you? Imagine? You would. You would tell Brandon to do the right thing. I would. Right? I would. Our instincts as would be like, would hey, I don't want to see my kid go to jail. Absolutely. I've always and this held is, our kid as accountable that's for 100% anything right. that they did. That's 100% right. That's what a parent is supposed to do. You have to, to say something. You are torturing this girl's family. You have I, got I, I to say something. I love my kid, but I don't have to like him. And if he does something stupid and wrong and evil, he, I'm going to be the, the mother that goes, I love you, but you are going to pay for the consequence. Even if you thought he did nothing, I think that you and I would compel him to say something. If he told something. me he did nothing, give them and a he place didn't know to where look. his girlfriend was or something, I would probably get a lawyer and say, well, because you were the last one with her, I would first try to make sure he was telling me the truth as a parent. For sure. I would do everything I could to convince or to use reverse psychology, whatever it took to make sure my son was telling me. I'm not going to just assume because he's my son, he's going to tell me the truth. That's right. So I'm going to... I'm going to make sure, and if I, if my heart believes him, and I say, you know what, I need to protect my child because if she's found and something happened to her, he's going to get accused for this. And I wouldn't want my son to be automatically accused of or saying that he did something when he didn't. And I would at least want the police to find her and make sure that somebody else was not involved or so she didn't do it herself before my son automatically gets accused. Wouldn't you be compelled to have Brandon at least say where you last are? And if even if that's the only sentence he utters, 
The last time I saw her, it was at Yosemite yes, Park. Yes, but I have a feeling. Yes, I totally And then agree. shut your mouth. He needs to say at least, all right, uh, she's in New York, or she's, this is the last place I saw her. Yes. Right. But maybe, I'm, and I totally agree with that, but I think the lawyer is telling him, do not say nothing. I'm sure. Nothing. The lawyer, I'd be sitting out in front of that freaking lawyer's house. Uh, who's to say people aren't? I hope they are. I hope they are, that, too. You know, I don't get that about lawyers. I don't know how lawyers can stick up for... But then again, like I said, he's... The lawyer... I mean, if the lawyer... Let's say he did kill her, and the lawyer knows that he killed her, and he's... And they did all this to get this kid out of state or something, or tried to protect him. I've heard that happening, too. I mean, that very well could have happened. But... Oh, my God. That would be the worst kind of parents if they let that happen. I mean, Horrible. the worst. The worst. The worst. And I'm probably because you have a mother that's grieving, a father that's grieving. I don't know if she had any siblings. I think she was the only child. I haven't seen anything in the news about her siblings, but Brian's sister said that she loved Gabby like a sister. Yes, she did say that, and I'm sure they. I mean, they live together. Mm-hmm. See, <laughs> I don't know if there's something bigger to this. Why was she living with him? She was so close to her parents. Why would she move in with him? It just seems like she was being irresponsible. Meeting, if she just met the, when she find out? I don't know. Find out when she met this dude and find out how long she moved in. I mean, what causes a girl to move from New York to Florida in this guy's parents' house? First of all, he's obviously not a man. He's still living with his freaking parents. And has this girlfriend. <laughs> Why'd you have a long pause there? Because our <laughs> But that's because of the situation he was in. That's a totally different story. But why would she leave to meet with some guy? See, we don't even know. July the- 2nd is when they hit the road. I just read that. Right All right. There. So when did they start dating? I'm trying to figure that part out. Like, did they just start dating? And she's like, oh, I'm going to come move in with you and your parents and we're going to hit the road. Hey babe, I mean, how, how long did, did the money? How long did we date before I moved in? Shut up. Let's just no. let's just throw it out there. You know, <laughs> you tell saying how stupid this girl is for just moving in with him and his family. In, you know, so fast. I'm sorry. How, world, how long though? were we dating? <laughs> Four months. And how old was I? I don't know. Twenty three. I didn't know how old you. Were. I was a year older than this girl, okay. and I was the same age as her boyfriend. Yeah, but you were a lot more mature. This girl was I'm sorry. I. Was I? There was you were. Was I more mature? Well, you did stupid. shit. I had shit, no job. I was. I worked part time <laughs> at a gym. Had no car. What was that? Right. And you just moved me in. Oh my god! Yeah. You said, "Hey, you know what? You I can stay." The car, the I slowly put my socks in your drawers. You know. And then I just never left. How is and then you went to go look in the apartment. With a car, yeah. an apartment with two kids. Petito and, and you Laundry with your uncle with started nothing. dating in 2019. Oh, wow. So they've been together for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Just long enough for him to go. You know what, you crazy girl? I'm <laughs> strangling you. I don't think so. I don't know if that's true. You know what? If the parents knew Petito that they- and Laundry moved to Northport, Florida two years ago two years ago they've been dating since march of 2019 you know what you and i for a while you and i met in march it was may may all right let's may of 1999 all right we're living together in april and we're married in august of that year all right this is not about us yeah you know why because we're still alive yeah 22 years later you're lucky she wrote on oh listen to this they've been dating since march 2019 they got engaged in july of 2020 she wrote on looks like an instagram post 
Brian asked me to marry him and I said yes. At, at Bizarre Design, you make life feel unreal and every day is such a dream of you. So you know, she had to put the ringmaker out there. These guys have been together for a long time. Yes, they have. We, we're here, here, we're sitting five months. Right. For a long now, time. Now, was there any abuse during that time that the parents can uh, no idea. talk about? On Wednesday, this would be two days ago, maybe? Let me see. Unless she hit it. Let me see when this article is written so we get this timeline. This article was written yesterday morning, 10 o'clock. So the 16th at 10 o'clock in the morning. On Wednesday, Petito's mother, so this is Gabby's mother, Nicole, told the Daily Mail she believed the couple called off their engagement ahead of the trip because they were too young to get married. So even before they left, things were just starting to go downhill. You know what? Maybe we shouldn't get married. And then Brian said, oh, you know how, you know how we should fix this? Let's go on a five-month road trip together and live in a van, and, and then we'll know if things are right. And then 3,000 miles into their trip, they realized things weren't that good. So he came home by himself. Okay. And did what? Probably killed her. <laughs> I don't think he killed her. Yeah, probably. I don't, for some reason. Oh, don't you don't want to get married? Did. Let's go on a trip. <laughs> you want to throw my ring back in oh my, my face? Oh, goodness. Let's go to California. You know, I know a really nice park in Wyoming. <laughs> it's 250,000 250, square miles of rugged terrain where I can hide your body. Well, and then and then you know what I'm going to do? Their relationship. I'm just going to drive home with your car and not say anything for 10 days. And then your parents will be like, hey, you heard from Gabby? And I, you know what I'm going to say? This. Nothing. I'm going to say nothing. Mm-hmm. Starting to look a little bit more suspect, isn't it, babe? Sounds like they had some issues. Sounds like Brian's going to jail for a long time. <laughs> hey. When they find him, I now hope that they he's hang running. Him. Like I said, I hope the parents drag them by the back of the car and down the street and on a throughway and through an overpass. And if if he did. Do you sounds like you know something? Oh, I, hey, look. That's a beautiful spot they went to. Yeah, they went to Mystic Hot Springs you know, as a bathtub that's the problem. encased in mineral deposit. It's pretty nice. That's the problem with this internet stuff. It looks perfect. It perfect looks, life. They're trying to like podcast or broadcast this perfect adventure that they were going on to. And they clearly had issues. You know, when are we going to hold people accountable and our own children and say... And somebody, you know, I always respect when somebody calls somebody shit out. You know, if I knew that they had a rocky relationship, I'd be the first friend to go, well, I'm glad to see that you guys are getting along today because you guys were iffy last week. I mean, people need to start calling these people out. And stop, people are so caught up on the internet world where they have to make everything freaking perfect. And you know, and everybody sees it that way. And it's not. I mean, not every case. There's a lot of good couples out there, and, and they're happy. But Tons. these kind of situations where the parents knew that, you know, she's got. They had to have known she has some mental issues. She's on medication. And him too. They, they, they were two they young that. kids that clearly had both had issues. On medication. And instead of supporting the relationship, what are you doing? I felt like you were going to say something good so that there's some background noise in there. Oh, no. We have to hold our kids accountable. Even as young adults, 
We can't just make it like, oh, look, they're they're sharing this beautiful story, and and I know now some people hide it, and but uh, clearly it, it's showing proof in there that they knew there was issues, and the mother knew there was issues when the cops pulled them over. I'm scrolling through you know, you think their Instagram good, right now, you think and their life a, looks perfect. Yeah, like they're a happy couple. Their adventure looks perfect. Yes. As a parent, you want your kid to be happy, and you're going to support them, but you, people need to start calling people out. You need It's the only way you can help, and holding people accountable for their actions is the only thing that's going to help people. I know that sounds boring because the world would get better, you know, by doing that, but and everybody's so caught up into the drama. Tragic. Oh, it is tragic. And if she's, I, I feel for her. I mean, that's when, you know. Well, I have this thing about parenting. Not all parents are great parents. I'm so you, sorry. So you agree that Brian's parents should have forced Brian to say something, or maybe they themselves should have said something if they know something. Well, they're obviously now, as the newest update, they are talking. They're they, looking. They for called him. the FBI and said you need to get over here. Yeah, for a reason. And he, they were there for hours. It looks like they brought some evidence bags into the into the house. They left with evidence, but they didn't leave with any people. They left on their own. It says police were seen taking items out of the house to help with the search for laundry. That's all we know. That's where it is right now. I wouldn't press charges on you if you hit me, even if you knocked one of my teeth out. Really? <laughs> I I'd probably to. like it. I wanted to, but I didn't. A few times. I probably but I, I, I had it. Now, but what if I knocked your my, teeth out? I'm not saying she Because you probably have it coming. But did he have the right to hold her back? Absolutely. For sure. So Nobody's arguing I'm, with that. All I'm saying is you can't accuse him of killing her. It, let's just say yeah, but you're it just, was self-defense. You're just basing well, that on August 12th. I, I am. But we don't know what happened in the weeks that follow. We don't. It could have just escalated from there. And they were both minimizing the, the story. So we're only basing our views and opinions off of what is on the internet. Right, right. But anyway, what I was saying about the internet, she said, Gabby said he didn't like what she was doing. He didn't think she could do whatever. Do you think that maybe if they called... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute, shh. What, clarify that. Brian said that he didn't like the Instagram part of it or the YouTube part of it? Her blogging it. I didn't know that. Yeah, so look that up so you know for... Let's, let's Mr. Fact Check Fred... Check that out. You know, just nothing, do it. There's nothing just, wrong with dealing in the facts. Just do it. She said something in the re- she in the video of the police report. She said that he didn't she he didn't believe in her or whatever what what she was doing with the blog. Like he was, they were arguing because he was like not happy about it. Like he didn't believe in her, and some people took it as oh here here it is. All right, what's it say? So, I don't know if I can play this clip. I would really like to. But this is what the headline says. Uh, headline reads, Gabby Petito told police her downer fiancé didn't think she could make it as a travel influencer, according to the body cam video footage. Okay. So, she did say that my boyfriend doesn't think this is going to work out. I don't know exactly what she said. She I, called him a downer? Hopefully, I can find or the Or is that something that the... This is... They quoted it. Downer fiancé. Let me see if I can find the quote. Yeah, I didn't know this part. I didn't. I don't remember this part. Okay, so let's say they did call off the engagement because they're too young. Here's what was said. I just quit my job to travel across the country, and I'm trying to start a blog, a travel blog. So I've been building my website. 
uh, Petito could be heard saying this in the recording that was re- released by the Utah police. She said, quote, I've been really stressed and he doesn't really believe that I can do any of it. That, that's what she said. Maybe this clip has it uh, on there. That was the full Utah. We're not going to play you an, a one hour clip. No, but listen to me about my opinion about, and this is just my opinion. Mm-hmm. They called off their engagement supposedly. Okay. According to the mom. So, but according she said, to the mom, looks like she told the police it was her fiance. So maybe they didn't. Right. And that's another thing. They're saying, she's saying that's her fiance. Correct. So, and the mom is saying, I mean, maybe the mom's upset and she's, because she's fearing the worst, she is maybe adding on to that more than what it is. Because in her eyes, he's a murderer. Right. Or he did something with her daughter. And I don't blame her for feeling that way. She's angry. She's a mom. But anyway... Let's say they did call off their engagement or their fiance and they're having relationship issues. He's taking a big risk. I, well, first of all, where do these kids get this money? I mean, they're still young. Where do they get the money? Just quit their job and go travel. I, I don't know. They might have saved up. I, I don't know. I mean, dad, maybe, maybe the parents. I don't know. Maybe bit. they come for money or something. I don't know. I just can't. Gabby's dad bought him a Uber Eats at some point during the trip couple days before she maybe they were working on their travels like maybe cleaning bathrooms or or something for a little bit of money i mean i know a lot of people that travel and campers they go to campsites and they they do work to he did mention something in that law enforcement interview that they were going to work in washington or something like that okay i don't remember exactly because i i know your aunt travels that way and and that's what they do well they work from remotely right yeah they got money so i mean maybe they i don't know but Let's just say they were having issues. And you say, you know what? Let's go travel. Let's go take this time. You left your job. Let's go travel. And he really wanted to work on the relationship. And she was more about let's videotape all of our life. You know, not everybody is happy. Like, I I remember when you were really into your phone and make a video and, be, and this is before you mean my you know, crossfit videos yeah when you were doing crossfit and arm wrestling you know, or you would take a video of me and you were like but i love you babe and i'm like no you don't you're doing it for attention you you're just, and you were like no i'm not i'm being sincere but i did not believe you uh, there was times where i did not believe you like when you say to me oh come over and take a picture with me do you really want to take a picture with me or is it because you want to put it up online? There's a thing, there's a boundary. So when you cross that, you gotta be careful because that, when somebody loves somebody, they don't need everything videoed or a picture taken of their life. You know, my nickname was once Fred Facebook Diedrich. Yeah, I remember that. that that's the back in the day I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted, and, to, it was and, Facebook or it didn't happen. And like. When you ask for a kiss or a hug or you're showing something, you want it to, sometimes you just want it to be sincere. No cameras, no phones, just you and that person. I didn't post the sex tapes. Oh my God, we don't have to. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jesus. This is me trying oh my to, God. this is me trying to uh, uh, get myself out but of the situation. Ser- but I didn't know if- that you didn't, I didn't know that you thought, I didn't know that you thought that my love was fake. There's a lot of times I used to. Do you think that? Because now? you always. Let's only, get into the marriage counseling. You, part. No, I don't want to get marriage counseling. Yeah, I need to talk that about this. That was back then. I'm not going to go back back down the road. But yeah, there was a point 
where and even the kids have said it like he is so not sincere because you always had everything set up you didn't that wasn't the sincerity message that i had gotten it was because i was so nice to everybody and said so many nice things to everybody when i said nice things to my family it didn't seem that it was genuine exactly because i because i didn't make it special right yeah so you kind of flipped the story a little bit well no i'm just telling you how i felt about pictures and videos like if if you like you always come up and give me a kiss without no camera or phone. But what else do I do? Grab your butt and your you, boobs. You bother me. I sexually you harass like you. Sexually harass me all I love the time. You. Like for real. I can't stand it. <laughs> I'm like stop it. You know why I don't There's ask. There's a time and place for that crap. You know why I don't say. You know why I don't do it on camera anymore. Well, you know you always. Because you're always it. like, don't take my picture. But well, I. Yeah, but you know I what? I don't like my picture. But taken. the truth comes through. I still like to kiss you. And I still like yes, to grab your butt. Yes, because you do do, do it on you. and off camera, whatever. Okay, I'm just saying. But before, a long time ago, when you were into your little fitness journey, okay, <laughs> you had you had to use, ex- we were excuses or tools, should I say, to have a picture take. Like, you know, when you see a girl on Instagram and all you see is down her chest, okay? But you talking about the about, coffee, coffee, coffee like she's page? She's talking about the blue sky. There is. She ain't talking about the freaking sky. She's talking. Hey, look. Hey, it's a beautiful day out, but I want you to look down my chest. Okay. God, That's yeah. it's. Look at me. It ain't nothing to do with anything else. Well, that you were doing that at one point. I never maybe, showed my boobs. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe you oh, weren't maybe. doing okay. it. Not my cleavage. Maybe you weren't doing it that way, but that's how others see it. So what I'm trying to say, long story short. So what you're saying is Brian was annoyed by Gabby because she wanted to be Instagram famous. She was the famous. one to do it. Maybe and, he and, and all these beautiful pictures that we see on Instagram listen, are just fake. Listen, he was supporting her by saying, okay, you quit your job. Let's go. She want. it sounds like from what you just read, she wanted to do this. Yeah, yeah. And he supported her. Let's take a, let's take a quick break and play this clip. And this is, I don't know what this is. I think it's Gabby talking to the police department. It is. We already watched this. Yeah, we did. But the people listening, maybe they'll get a little bit better idea of what Gabby's like. Okay. All right. Be right back. We're not going anywhere. Listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be here the whole time. Brian. Gabby, Brian, okay. What's going on? How come you're crying? I'm just crying. We've just been fighting, supporting some personal issues. You want to tell me what's going on? Yeah, I don't know. It's just some days I, <laughs> I'm feeling bad OCD. And okay. I'm just, I was just cleaning and straightening up the back of the ambulance and I was apologizing to him and saying, I'm sorry that I'm sometimes I have OCD and sometimes I can get really frustrated. I'm not like mean towards him. I just like You wanna tell me about those scratches on your face? She had his cell phone in her hand, that's why I was pushing her away. Because I she she wanted to be I like the keys so I could walk away. I, I said, let's just take a breather and let's not you know, go anywhere, let's just calm down for a minute. Yeah, you got three scratches in your neck, you got one on your left side of your head, you got one in your face here, and you got four below your feet. Do you mind lifting up your right sleeve for me? I'm curious about something. Oh, okay. It's a little bit of nails. I suppose fingernails, but I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining about Is it bruised or tender or anything like that? I'm fine. I love that. I hope she doesn't have too many complaints about me. I'm just, uh... I'm choosing not to cite you today. So you are not going to be charged with anything. All right? 
but this is what I do have to do. I am separating the two tonight. Okay? I want you guys both to be tonight away from each other. Relax. Breathe. You know, I watched that yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I know that people can lie really good. We've seen, we've heard and have seen enough murder podcasts, okay? For sure. That people, you are really, like, it, some of them have surprised me where I'm like, no, this person's innocent, and they turned out to be the, the murderer, whatever. So, and it, it shocked me. Nothing shocks me anymore. But there's just something, like, listening to him. He was protecting her that day from getting in trouble. Yeah. And he said, I have no complaints. I think he, he wouldn't even say, well, she hit, like he didn't accuse her. He was trained, well, she got a cell phone and you know, he was, I have no complaints though. I mean, I hope she's safe. It doesn't seem like he hated her. Like it, he didn't want to see her in trouble. I really think if he had some idea of taking her away to kill her, He's not going to kill her knowing that they were just pulled over a month before and the cops seen what happened because they're going to know that he did it automatically. I agree. It, and that's just how I feel about this. I There's just more to this. I, I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. I've been shocked before. I'm just trying to give it another way to look at it instead of just saying he killed her. He needs to tell everybody where she is. Maybe he doesn't know where she is. Maybe he had no choice but to take the van home. I mean, they lived together. So even <laughs> though the van was hers, they lived together, right? Yeah, yeah. They lived with Brian's parents. Right. In Port, um, North Port, Florida. So, yeah, they, they all lived together. Of course, when you said he had to take the van, of course he had to take the van home. <laughs> where else are you going to take it? <laughs> He should have drove it off a cliff with himself if, in it. If he killed her. If he killed her, he should have did that. <laughs> he should not have drove the van home. He should have called the police wherever he was. We don't know the situation. That's why I think he's guilty. But I watch, guess I did right. convict him before we know any facts. You did. And he could be guilty, but we can't say. Listen, we're looking for a young woman, somebody's child, that's missing. Okay. Put automatically accusing him of killing her and dumping her body there somewhere or killing her there could be totally messing up the whole investigation because their focus is there. She could be anywhere from there to Florida. And I get, yeah, he needs to say something. While you're talking, I'm uh, going down a rabbit hole on Twitter. Oh my God. Right now. Mm -hmm. There could be so much more to this. If I find out these two did this for a show, I'm going to beat both of their asses. <laughs> they would deserve to have their asses. Oh, beat. my God. <laughs> I'm just trying to look at it all angles and taking responsibility for actions. Not for nobody deserves to die. Brian Laundrie. I just I don't remember the medication portion. So that's why I'm looking this up while, oh. while we're talking. And this is from the this is from the police report. Um. Gabrielle, or Gabby, as we, as we referred to her, who was in the passenger seat, was crying uncontrollably. An officer wrote in the August 13th report, Officers wrote that the couple, while battling self-described mental health issues, 
that led to Petito slapping Laundry. So Gabby Petito slapped Brian Laundry were intelligently and sensitively trying to work out their issues. Brian told the officer that he and Gabby both suffered from the same mental health problem, although the specific problem's name was redacted in the report, and it was also muted out when right. we watched the video. He told the investigating officer that Gabby had more advanced issues than his own and that friction had been building between them for several days. Neither took medication for their condition. Oh. Brian told the officer. Brian explained that he and Gabby have been traveling together for the last four or five months. They left in July, according to this, so it probably felt longer than they were actually gone. And that time spent created emotional strain between them and increased the number of arguments. While arguing near Main Street, he'd attempted to separate from her so they could both calm their emotions. So they didn't take medication, Okay. Which may have made things worse. If they were medicated, maybe they wouldn't have gone, you know, crazy. I, I don't I, believe medications. Always yeah, I don't know. But I don't that's know. just my opinion. Most of our true crime podcast history, usually people that are schizophrenic or paranoid of some sort, had just stopped taking their medication about yeah. a week before they killed their family. <laughs> so, I, I, and I don't know that schizophrenia is the problem here. That's just based on our listening experience, but. It sounds like they, they weren't medicated for whatever this mental health condition was. Which makes things much sadder, I suppose. It does. That's what so I mean. let's end That's it here. Schnell the conspiracy theorist and Fred the fact finder are going to come at you with a... Some more coffee yes. and murder conspiracies and <laughs> fact checking. We'll fact check because that's the important part. We'll get the best facts that we can. And we're going to bring up stories where people were forgotten about that are important. So it sounds like we're doing true crime podcasting from here on out. No, not all the time. (laughs) We'll find something Not all the time. All right. Let's call it. Uh, Let's call it a night. Good night, guys. We're going to fill this coffee mug up. I'm still going to argue with you for the rest of the night. We're going to argue a little bit. I want to follow this guy to see what happens. Yeah. It seems like now they're really, really looking and the heat is on. So we're... if I'm wrong, I'll be the first to say I'm wrong. We're going to try to stick to the best information sources that we can and and see and see what comes out of this. It's very interesting. It is. All stories are interesting. It was a day. This is just the one that we're arguing about. <laughs> I'm going to keep it going. Hey, listen. You know what they say. Oh, he's got to have the last word. And there you have it, folks. That was the last word. No, it wasn't. We love you. Yeah, you had it.